step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Turn the volume up. It's not a All right. Hey, welcome to the Bobby Eaton Show. This is where we tell our stories our way out of the heart of Black Wall Street, Tulsa, 1921 massacre. And uh, we want all you guys to tune in. You can tune in by checking in at KBOB899.com, you know, uh, Facebook Live or, you know, uh, YouTube, anything. So we tell our stories our way. Nothing scripted. We just down-to-earth regular people up in the house right here. And we do uh, our show, well, I do my show every Monday, 6 p.m., Wednesday, 6 p.m., and like today from 12 noon to 2 o'clock. So you can dial the number 646-716-5525, and don't forget to press that one button. Boy, we got a great show going on today. W-H-O-W with Crystal E. Ifakaya and friends, I got to get a little bit of you know, get that together. It's an empowerment women's group, and we're going to be speaking with them and talking about a variety of different things here on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. Hey, we're raising money for vans. We're taking our youth, the Juice Radio Show, to New York. Yep, we're going to the Breakfast Club, and we're going to take the Juice Radio Show up there in October, and we're raising funds. So if you would like to donate or help us, you can go to, uh, let's see, Cash App is Juice Radio Show, Cash App, uh, PayPal, PayPal, I can't even talk today, PayPalMe.BobbyEaton or something like that, or just Google it, you know, Google it all if you can't remember all of this there, so um, we're trying to help the youth, and that's what we do, we do empowerment, we are working the community, we're not just a radio station, so let's get that understood. I mean, we do community uh, trash pickups, community festivals. We give away backpacks around Thanksgiving. We pass out turkeys. We do all kind of stuff in our community to bring about some some unity and uh, some inspiration to make somebody feel good, you know. So that's what it is. It's a feel-good kind of situation. Me and uh, my vice president, Ramal, the hometown, Heat Brown, uh, my son, Trey Eaton, and Dean Finley, uh, us men, we get together and come in there. Also, we just added Miss Jennifer Brown, you know, so I, we, we love some Jennifer. And um, we do things to create and make things go well. I want to thank uh, Crystal for helping us get our get some business taken care of, which she did. And I want to just give a shout out to her. And... Uh, that's what's going on. Okay, Greenwood Rising Museum is back open again. Uh, I was at an event also last night at um, uh, 36 Event Center. You know, Brother J.B. Smooth and crew and the Molly men were doing a swing out 
kind of deal. You know, I was like up in there like, I mean, he's swinging all around, twisting around and doing all kind of stuff up in there. So that was kind of kind of different. I've seen them before. I can't swing out, y'all, so don't even worry about it. But uh, it was a good event, and it's good when we can have some fun, F-U-N, some fun, you know, and everything don't have to be gridiron, just grind, 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 because I do a lot of that all the time, you know, but um, we can do that. At Wall Street, I want to let you guys know that uh, I've been attached to Keep Hope Alive, Jesse Jackson simulcast, you know, out of Chicago, so you can listen to me every Sunday at 930 on that simulcast, you know, and this is, that's a great thing. I mean, I get on there, Eric, Mike Dyson, and all them be on there, and I be from Tulsa, Oklahoma, just talking this radio talk and this Black Wall Street talk, you know, so it's a privilege for me to be even a part of that. I've been doing a lot of uh, interviews in different states, different cities, Harlem, New York radio station, San Bernardino, Alabama, other places like that, telling our stories about Black Wall Street. They want to be attached to someone here. And the radio station is a way of them uh, being attached. So I welcome all of you, you who are listening and all of you, wherever you're at. Get in touch with us. I'm going to give you some information right quick. Uh, you can reach us at uh, eatonmusic2 at gmail.com. Again, that's E-A-T-O-N, music, the number two, at gmail.com, you know. All right. You know, you can just, if you're in Tulsa, you can come by 1533 North Norfolk Avenue and drop off a donation or just sit and chat. Or if you got any ideas or something that you'd like to do, talk to me about it and we can make it happen. All right. Well, hey, we're going to take a little break. We're going to bring up WHOW, Wow. I guess that's what it's called. Wow group. You know what I mean? Women's Empowerment Group. So stick around. Tell a family member. Tell a friend. 646. 716-5525, and we don't want you to forget to uh, forget to call in and things like that. Let me let me get myself together. All right, be right back. New KBOB eighty nine point nine FM Black on Black Community Radio. Underground and in the sky, animals and birds who live nearby by the clouds. Oh, mercy, mercy, me. All things and what they 
beyond live beyond and the vaccine is our best shot at getting there get your free vaccine at vaccinate918.com today brought to you by the tulsa health department did you know that sickle cell disease affects people from all races and ethnicity sickle cell disease can look like you and sickle cell disease can look like me you can carry the sickle cell trait and never even know it. The state of Oklahoma and the support of the families with sickle cell disease incorporated are invested in educating Oklahomans about sickle cell disease and other inherited blood disorders and traits. For more information, visit us at www.oksickleinfo.org. Last Stop Lawn Maintenance and Landscaping is hiring today. Must have a valid driver's license and must have a two years verifiable experience mowing and lawn maintenance with the company. Strict attendance policy is required. Honest, dependable, and team-oriented. No sex offenses or crime against children. Must apply online at www.laststoplawnmaintenance.com. Apply today. All right. Hey, welcome back to the Bobby Eaton Show, where we tell our stories our way. Oh, man. Y'all ought to see what I got off in here. Boy, I got a bunch of women up in here. Ooh, I'm feeling good. (laughs) All right. Miss Crystal Ifakoya, 
How you doing? I'm doing wonderful. You're doing wonderful. Did yes. I say that right? You did. Okay. Surprisingly. Wanna, you know, a lot of people probably get that mixed up, huh? Yes, they do. They do, huh? Yeah. Well, hey, welcome to the show. You know, this is where we tell our stories our way. And we want you to tell the story of WOW and how it came about. So WOW started, I actually, um, I had a very hard child life and landed myself in the shelter. And while there, there was a lot of different resources there. Um, And those resources, I felt like everyone should know about these resources. I didn't really do anything with it then, but later um, I went back to school because another woman, which is actually my best friend, um, she enrolled in school. I enrolled in school too. And I had to write about a subject in my, um, on my thesis and the different papers that I wrote. And I decided to write about a company or an organization that um, helped women and they had accountants, they had women that had all these different skills. And with those skills, they were able to help other women to become better. Well, my instructor liked it, the idea so much that um, he said, is this a real organization? And I said, no, I made it up. And he said, you should consider making this a real organization. And from there, I took the steps in 2008 um, of August 8th of 2008. Exactly. We became a real nonprofit organization. Well, great. That's fantastic. So 2008, right? Yes. And so you've been moving on along and yes. building the brand, right? Mm-hmm. And how many people are attached to your organization? So right now we have um, active members. We have 72 active members. Oh, really? Yes. We have a th- over 1,000 women in our network group on Facebook, and we have over 9,000 likes on Facebook as well. We send out a newsletter to over 2,500 women every single month. That is great. And the purpose Mm -hmm. of your business is to empower women? Yes. Our mission is to empower women to improve their economic status through education, employment, and entrepreneurship. So in essence, helping them to go back to school, advance in their career, or start their own business. Great, great, great. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, I've noticed that, and I'm going to just come on out here with it, that there is a movement where women are stepping up to the plate you know, around this United States of America, not just in Tulsa, but around, period. Mm-hmm. What do you think has caused that? Well, for me personally, I think the reason why so many women are stepping up is because they they feel the push to want to do something more. They want to create a better environment. And, of course, women are the nurturers. And in order for the world to be a better place, women have to be in the rightful place of being good mothers good Mm -hmm. wives, good leaders in the community. Mm -hmm. But the big push is really from an inward push of wanting to see a better world, a a better place. And with, you know, in the black community, of course, a lot of men are not in the home like they should be. And, and I can't say a lot. There are situations where men are not in the home. And when that happens, women have to step up to the plate. They have to take over. They have mm-hmm. to take that leadership role. So mm-hmm. when they do now, that. That's, that's not all men. That's no, just some that's men. just some men. Oh, let's get that clear. So, and, and that's you why know. I said I said a lot, and there isn't a lot. There mm-hmm. are some good men out there, there are some great that are men do, out doing here. great things. I know a lot of great men. Exactly. Oh, yeah. A whole <laughs> 
one of them. Oh, huh? thank you. Okay. <laughs> hey, one of them in single. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? So, hey, okay. You know. We got a single bachelor women. <laughs> women helping other women. If you're looking, well, Bobby is all on the list. I come with a lot now. <laughs> okay. You know, so that's all good. <laughs> that's all good. Bobby come with a lot. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, uh, introduce the panel who we have right here and, you know, so we can know who they are. So today we have the wonderful Miss Tamora um, Henderson. Oh, I know Tamora. Yes, mm-hmm. she is the president of our organization, Women Helping Other Women. She is greatly in the community, coming up with ideas. Matter of fact, this book idea was her idea um, mm-hmm. in birthing it. So I really am glad that she's on board with her great ideas and doing great things in the community. Um, next, I have Miss Leslie. Leslie is also on the board. She is our membership chair. She has been influential to the membership this year and making it grow to another level. I mean, ever since she's come on the board, we went to another level. So I'm very thankful for her. And then sitting next to Miss Leslie Simon is the wonderful Miss Victoria. I'm not even going to try her last name. Victoria, Victoria, tell us what your last name is. My last name is. Yeah. Udebua. That is so beautiful. So, Miss Victoria has actually been a part of the WOW team doing our waiting room. It's a podcast just for single ladies. Mm -hmm. So, her and Ashley is another one. She's not here today. Mm -hmm. But they have been doing the the podcast for the WOW organization. Yep. Okay. That's the crew. Mm -hmm. That's the crew, huh? Mm -hmm. All right, right. So, you guys strategize and get together and create, uh, you know, on a regular basis or is that sometime? How do you do that? Every second Saturday we have an event. That event is open and usually free to the public. And it is an event where you can get skills on how to go back to school, how to um, advance in your career, how to start your own business. We support local businesses. Um, We also have an initiative where online, of course, we have the waiting room. You can become a mentor. Um, We have sponsorship opportunities. We also are launching our The Dream Life program, and we've partnered with the Dream Center to be able to bring that. I am mm-hmm. so excited about that. Pastor Tim and Marquise, they have been mm-hmm. influential in making this happen. That starts in February, and it, it's free if you qualify for the program. But if not, there is a, a price that you have to pay. But you will get the skills you need to go to the next level. I mean, mm-hmm. it is going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of thought has been put into the curriculum for this program. So mm-hmm. we are always doing and looking for exciting new things to do in the community. We're the hub, and we help women to get out there in the community and make the community better. Mm -hmm. And not just women, men too. We Mm -hmm. have men partners. We have men members Mm -hmm. that have been a part of WOW since the beginning. Explain what the acronym WOW, W-H-O-W, what does that mean? It's WOW is Women Helping Other Women. It is literally what that stands for. It is women linking in, learning new things, growing from what they learn, and empowering others to do the same. Mm -hmm. So it's it's like when you look at a W, it is literally someone holding up their hands with, you know, if you hold up your hands, it makes the shape of a W. So if you hold up your hands and you hold someone else's hands, that goes even further. Our mission is to have everyone holding up, holding Mm -hmm. each other accountable 
accountable and helping people up, not holding them down. Because mm-hmm. that is a mentality that we found in a lot of communities, in a lot of poverty-stricken communities. They start to bring each other down instead of building each other up, building mm-hmm. up char- um, characters. They're tearing each other down, and, and that's not what we want. We want to move forward. Yeah. Some of the other ladies, how do you guys feel about this program and what's going on? Let's get into you guys right quick. Well, I'm going to speak first. I actually met Crystal in college. Oh, what, what, <laughs> yes. what college was that? We attended the University of Phoenix. And uh, okay. we kind of just, I mean, you know how you meet somebody, it's just an instant connection there. Right. We never lost the connection. Even though some years passed through there, we yes. still kind of picked up where we left off. So it was like a divine destination that we met each other. Was that here in Tulsa? Here yes. in Tulsa, mm-hmm. yes. And I absolutely love what WOW stands for. Mm-hmm. I love the mission of WOW. I love the vision of WOW. And I love how it does empower all of us to get together as, as powerful women because this, is, this room here is full of powerful women that I yeah. bow down to every day like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm just grateful to be <laughs> in their presence, you know. Yes. And so it's been very, 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 very instrumental in my life for me making some powerful decisions that I need to make. So I really do just appreciate WOW. Have you been a part of the membership for how long now? Ooh. How long you Probably guys been? Since she started since it. Since she started since it. She started yes. it. So you've been a, you, you're a founding, one of the founding members She's of the been there for been a there very, now. very long time. Yes. yes. I mean, I kind of, you know, went in another direction. That's a good thing about, like, WOW, it lets you be who you are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yes. saying? Mm-hmm. So I went another direction, but I would, you know, step in every once in a while, like, what do you need? What do you need? Mm-hmm. And then and this year, or was it this year? It's been two years now. Yeah. And this year she made me the president of it. And I was like, oh, man, I, I'm going <laughs> to yes. claim it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, little say, me. Hey, I'm going to claim it, huh? <laughs> but right. it's good. All right. What about you? Um, well, I met Crystal in 2016, and I was um, selling health products. And I just kind of went to one of her events, and I was just there. And I just really just... Didn't want to be on the forefront. I wanted to be in the back. And she has mentored me over the years to um, show who I am. You know, always put my good foot forward and just um, be the amazing person that she's pulled out of me. <laughs> okay, so were you kind of shy and kind of in the background I was. I was. I sat at my table, and it was a pretty, you know, pretty table. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of wanted to sit there. And I had my daughter with me. And um, I, w- I really wanted my daughter to Uh I didn't want to really like and Crystal came over there and she was like I'm holding the camera away um, and I'm going to give you a few seconds Mm -hmm. but I'm coming back with the camera and you got to say something and when she came back and she put the camera on me I was like hi (laughs) (laughs) Uh so um, I got the call to be on her board and I was just excited were you excited oh my god I was was so excited I was running to the house my kids was like what's the matter with you I was like I'm going to on the board of mm-hmm. an organization that really has truly poured into me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, a lot of people say they're going to do a lot of things. Right. And a lot of organizations say that. But when you have one that has kept up with you, I didn't never have to reach out to her. She right. reached out to me consistently. Yes. Like, what can I do? What can I help you? Um, so much that she taught me how to work, even work my computer. <laughs> <laughs> So you weren't computer savvy when you no, met her, huh? Not at all. Not, and ah. we're still working with that. <laughs> That's one you're working on, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great. Well, it sounds good. Good, sounds like a good fellowship and stuff like that. Victoria, 
Hi, Bobby. Hey, how are you doing, Victoria? Doing well. Good. Um, yes, yeah, so I've been a member of WOW for about six to seven months. I met Crystal at one of the networking mixers that they had downtown, and it really just, it, it was an incredible moment. Um, she is the embodiment of women helping other women. And, you know, uh, with regard to the questions you had asked before, if we're trying to make the world a better place, it's so important for us to be collaborative. And that's who she showed herself to be mm-hmm. from the very moment yes. that I met her. And so when she was telling me about her organization, when she was telling me about the different projects, the different ideas that she has, that she's just needing people to get behind and support, I couldn't not be a part of that. Um, so often we see the opposite pushed into the world, dog eat dog this, and step in on other people to get to where you need to be. And so it's a beautiful thing to be a part of an organization that focuses on not just trying to better ourselves individually, but how we can come together, build bridges so that we can bring other people along too and get them to be the best versions of themselves and let that continue to pay forward. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys stepping up to the plate do this kind of work because you, as you know we live in a world 2021 where images of women and men are portrayed in such sometimes in such a negative way i mean you got the cardi b's and the, i'm just bobby talking mm-hmm. and the megan and the stat and they out there twerking and doing this and running around and you know talking about the wop and all of that kind of stuff you know and and all that negativity coming out from all, and some of the younger people attach themselves to yes. these people, you know, because I think some of them haven't been raised or taught in a certain way. So when they go out in the public, they act just like these people, you know, and that's the guys too, you know what I mean? So yeah. we live in a world where that's going on. How can we get our youth and our young people to understand what it's like to be a woman and a wife? If you choose to be a woman or a wife, what can we do? What can you guys do? Because now us men can't, you know, we can't, we don't know nothing because we're two different species. You know, you're a woman, I'm a man. God made it like that, you know. So I nothing Bobby Eaton did. God, he put that together right yeah. there. But you guys are doing something so positive of what I can hear and what I could obtain from what I'm listening to that, what is it that we can encourage these younger people, these young people who then lost it? You know, some of them have lost it. Now, I'm not talking about all young people because sometimes young people get a bad rap, and it's a whole bunch of good young people out there. I think it's more good than it is bad, yes. you know what I mean, to be honest with you, because I work with a lot of young people, and they're positive, they're, they're movers and shakers, and they want to go out and get involved in things, female and male, you know, so... But you ain't going to see that on TV. You know, they're not going to protest. You know, they're not going to put that on the media and nothing. It's just kind of like the news people here, like in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and pretty wherever you're at here on the globe, they only portray African-Americans in a negative light. You never see any of the good stories or the good organizations. You don't see wow on TV. You know what I mean? You're not going to see, you know, the good things. So what do you think that, we can go about educating our young African-American youth about what it's like to be a, a female, a good female, or a male, or whatever it may be. What do you think? 
Well, it starts with the first thing that comes to mind is leading by example. A lot of times the examples that young youth have, like I didn't have, I have my grandmother and she was a wonderful example of how to be a housewife. She was also in a very domestic violence situation. I had my mother who was, you know, living life on the edge. She was doing her own thing. So the examples that I had were a really strong black woman, and then I had a really wild black woman. That, And those two were vastly different. So I didn't have, I had to create my own way. I had to figure out what that looks like. So the more that women start to lead their families from a point of, I want to see you do this and not just say it, but actually live it. So they're setting examples for their children. They're creating funds for their children. They're, they're making sure their children go to school. They're making sure their children have something to eat. And then if they don't have those things, they connect with organizations like WOW or the other free organizations to get them to that level. But it takes some accountability. It's, mm-hmm. it's going to take people working together. And I always think of the, in the, um, book, and I really should save this for Leslie, but training up a child in the way they should go. And when they old, they shall not depart from it. That's That's, in the Bible. Yes. And I mean, what, what, what better way is there, but to train your children means repetition. If they fall, they mess up. You, you remind them daily moments as the moment happens, you can't let it slip because if they see that it's okay, or there's no consequence for my, actions, then they'll continue down that path of thinking it's okay to act this way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the bitter re- reality is, is that you're leaving that person for the, for the world to have to deal with. You're leaving this person to fend for themselves and to figure it out on their own. And what happens when you try to figure things out on your own? You make a lot of mistakes. Yeah, and do. those mistakes can be deadly. Mm-hmm. It can be. Do you think that a lot of times we are raised, when we're, we're raised as children, we emulate our parents or our, you know, if you're in a domestic situation, uh, you in a, you see your mama or your daddy out there smashing, you know yeah. what I mean, and doing stuff crazy, then you just emulate that because you think that's the way you you're supposed to be? Totally do. Yeah. I know me personally, I, I don't want to tell too much because, you know, my father is still in the community, but I'll say not having a father role in my life led me to go out there and seek for love from other people. And it led me down a road of just being a thought. There's no other way to put it. I was in a very bad situation. You you was a thought. I was a thought. (laughs) I was a thought. Yes, I was. I'm not proud of it, Uh but I can't, I can say that I overcame that. And I'm glad that I did because some people are still living in that situation. And it's hard to rise out of that. If you're Mm. always seeking love, if you're looking for love, you'll look for it in the wrong places. And the unfortunate part, I attracted people that look like my father. I attracted people that look like my grandfather. I attracted people that look like my community. Mm-hmm. And my community was a community of people that weren't, didn't have it together. Mm-hmm. Now, there were a few that did. It made it out of the hood. But for the most part, the majority of the people, my, my examples were examples of people that thought it was okay to beat on women, thought it was okay to pimp women. It was okay to have four and five women at the same time. So 
who am yeah, I you, to go you, against you that? You grew up in the pimp age? I grew up in the hood. <laughs> in the pimp and age. Several of my yeah. uncles and cousins were pimps. pimps. Was, I thought pimps were dead by the time you were. You no, were they were not. Like, they were undercover. They were very. Mm-hmm. No, these weren't even undercover. <laughs> so so that. on that part of it right there, you grew up in a, a rough, bad environment. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and everybody didn't grow up like that. No. You know, there were people who grew up in some good, wholesome environments with mother and father in the house they didn't see the domestic violence or the alcohol or the drugs or something like that and others did you know i i understand how that works you Mm -hmm. know and uh did and normally when that happens you grow up in a rough bad environment you have children that you raise kind of the same way they grow up with the same habits doing the same thing now next thing you know your son's going to prison you know and got into some trouble or uh, your, 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 your daughter has had a baby at 14, you know, 15 years old, acting out on the same behavior that they've learned. Because mm-hmm. that's learned all behavior. And uh, if you're not mentoring your children at a young age, like some of these babies I see in here or whatever, mm-hmm. if you're not on top of them at the early age and telling them the truth yes. of life rather than fabricating some lies, and having them out there, you're going to lose out, and they're going to lose out. And then when they become of age, 16, 17, 18, they're going to step. It's too late, and they're going to step to you. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? And challenge you, you know, within your own home. You know, maybe some may even run away or do something or come back a few days. You know, so you got to do the right thing. And I tell uh, parents about that all the time, about how, especially the young men, you know, I'm on the young man, men's side because I know they need some mentorship. They need some guidance. Some of them don't know how to. See, I was raised a little bit different. I'm a little older guy. I know how to paint, saw, plumb, electric, all of that stuff. I know how to. Bobby, you know how to do that. You know what I mean? Because I was taught how to do it. You know what I mean? Even though I got a radio station and my hand's a little soft now, you know what I mean? But I still know how to do that type of work. So I teach my sons how to do that kind of stuff. you got to be able to pass it down. But some of the young guys that I've come in contact with have never experienced any of that. So, But they know how to play PlayStation. You know, they can get on that PlayStation, play them games all day and all night, and be uh, just consumed with that lifestyle of technology. You know, they can tell you a little bit about some technology. But, you know, technology won't always pay the bills for you. Yeah, if you don't use it in the right way. You don't use it in the right way. And so as far as I'm concerned, the technology is good. I like technology. I'm a technical old man. You know, I love it. You know what I mean? Because I use it for good. Right. You know, I don't use it for, you ain't going to never see me watching no women twerk and all of that, no porno and all that stuff. I don't just, you know, to each his own, but I don't just do that for me. I use it for research. Uh, me and Crystal was going back and forth the other day in some <laughs> business you know, and doing some business. And I was just like, yeah, I like, she on it. She's showing Very me some, much so. She's showing me <laughs> some stuff, introducing me to some things that I didn't actually know, and I'm open-eared to hear it. Yeah. But I think if you uh, do the right thing, that you'll have a, a, a better life, you know, a better life. And you can be, and a lot of that has to be with your spiritual being within yourself. You know what I mean? Because see, Bobby Eaton don't have no heaven and hell to put nobody in. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't have that. But I can be the best me that I can be. 
Yeah. Yeah. Not going out there. Bobby, can I just chime in on that? You right can there? chime. You can go. <laughs> I know for me, growing up, being, um, we had a large family. It was seven of us. I was a twin. So we had to go to the family cycle of having to share everything with everybody, like clothes and shoes and hand-me-downs mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. Then we grew up in the projects. I'm a project baby. Project and I'm baby. proud to be a project baby because mm-hmm. it taught me, you know, some areas. Then I had to, we grew up on the welfare system where I had to watch, you know, my mom. We grew up in a time where they actually did home visits where they came and looked at the home and all those kind of stuff. I grew up in that era. And, and my mom, she did everything that she could that she knew within her power to do the raise of seven um, kids, because she had a, a daughter that was handicapped as well. So she had a lot of challenges there herself, but you can't pass on knowledge if you don't know knowledge, you know. So she passed on, of course, I, I'm a great cook because she taught me how to cook. Mm-hmm. But as far as a, another thing, I didn't have the father figure, nor did I have the role model in my life that I needed. I just explained this to somebody just yesterday, so it's kind of funny that we're talking about this. I didn't have the role model in the life that I needed. But what I did know in life, I didn't want to be on the welfare system because I hated them. Mm-hmm. I didn't want my kids to have to grow up in a project because of where I come from. So I said I had to look within myself to pull the person out that I, that I want needed to be. I had to become my own role model to get to where I was. And then when I learned how to love myself first, which we're talking about the self-love that's going around, it all starts with loving yourself first. Then the thing I see here, you say, follow your heart, which is your dreams and follow your dreams. So you have to get to the point. What I wanted to still in my kids is that if, if, if it is to be, which is an old saying, it's left up to me. So sometimes when you don't have that window to look out to find that role model, you got to look in within yourself and you got to be true to yourself and you got to be honest with yourself. If it doesn't, if you want it to happen, then you got to make it happen. You can't just expect now, now the Bible, you know, does talk about opening doors and stuff that God opened doors that no man can close and he closed doors that no man can open. That's a wonderful thing because some of the doors that God kept me out of was the ones I needed to be out. <laughs> and sometimes we try to pry in those doors and get in those doors. But the doors that we in this sector right now with, with the women that we, you, you got to find yourself first because sometimes when you meet another woman that's really sharp, then you become intimidated. You know what I'm saying? And it's not about being intimidated. It's about how can I, because the Bible does say iron sharpens iron. How can I take this powerful woman, because Crystal is very powerful woman, and how can I not let my jealousy, you know, because some of us about jealousy, you see people doing powerful things, you become envious, you become jealous. How can I teach my daughter it's okay to be in the presence of another powerful woman because that's how we learn. That's how we sharpen each Mm -hmm. other. You know, sit at her feet. And learn something. You know, Martha and Mary got in trouble for that because one was jealous because one was working and the other was at the feet. Man, I want to be at the feet of these powerful women. Because learning from somebody else helps you to pass the torch down to your daughter and to her daughter. So that, for me, is know yourself first. Be honest with yourself. Love yourself first. I mean, you don't have to role model. Create it within yourself. And then don't be selfish once you create it. Spread it. Learn how to pull somebody else up. That's all the, the advice I've gave my kids. Well, that's a good advice right there, great advice, you know, and to continue on and do that. And we need to spread it more, yes. more every day. That's why over here I grind every day. Mm-hmm. It ain't a day go by, seven days a week, sometimes 24-7 or something. When I'm not sleeping, uh, I grind, mm-hmm. you know, something that I'm doing. When I mm-hmm. wake up in the morning, I get a cup of coffee and I grab that laptop you know, I answer those emails. I answer. I get on the phone, look at them texts, 
I make phone calls before some of y'all go to work, you know, and I do this on a regular basis. So because you're building your network, you're building your brand, you got people coming at you, uh, mm-hmm. you know, all kind of ways. And I just had the experience of uh, uh, doing the uh, Centennial. You know, I had all all these documentaries came out, mm-hmm. and I was on TV. You know what I mean? <laughs> people were seeing me from all over this world on CNN and MSNBC, NBC, and all of these formats. And I was like, dang, man. <laughs> I was talking to class, uh, 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 schoolmates from, that I ain't talked to in 35 years mm. who found out, man, oh, man, they, I saw you on, hey, in L.A. I saw you on TV. <laughs> and I'm saying to myself, wow, God has a way of doing what mm-hmm. he's going to do. You know what I mean? But he asked us to do the work. Right. W-O-R-K. Yes. The reason you guys are sitting up here right now is because a brother did the work, you know, to make it possible Mm -hmm. so we can have a voice to the world Mm -hmm. as the world sees us and things. Because it ain't just for Bobby. I don't care. I'm retired. I can just (laughs) kick back and don't do nothing. But I do this for us, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I want you guys to participate, continue to participate, and do all we can do. We're going to take a little break, you know what I mean, and are we going to come back. Wow is in the house, y'all. Yes. They are in the house, and uh, we want you guys to just support them in all endeavors. Before we, before we go take the break, mm-hmm. tell our audience how they can contact you. You can go to our website, which is whownetwork.org. You can call us at 918-401-0771, or you can email us at info at wownetwork.org. We are also on Facebook at WOW, W-H-O-W organization. It's the pink, purple, and blue butterfly. You cannot miss us. Okay. Hey, we're going to take a little pause for the calls, and we'll be right back. You're on the Bobby Eaton Show, where we tell our stories our way, and that's what we do. Food on the Move and Warden Comprehensive Health Services presents the drive through COVID vaccination clinic. Happening May the 11th, 2021, from 4 to 7 p.m., the first 100 participants received two dose Moderna's or the one-dose Johnson & Johnson. If you want to skip the line, call now at 918 388 one nine nine zero food on the move every tuesday on greenwood let's go fresh tulsa how to order chicken wings number one find a good wing spot i know a wing spot max wings number two decide if you want a combo or if you want to order a la carte huh what's that well combos come with chicken veggie sticks, fries, and a drink for a discounted price. A la carte means that you order each item separately. Ah, okay. Three, decide if you want bone-in, boneless, or cauliflower wings. And then determine the delicious flavor you want on your wings. I didn't even know cauliflower had wings. You learn something new every day. Have you been to Max Wings? Max Wings is located at 782 East Pine Street in Tulsa. We're open Monday through Thursday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. and on Friday and Saturday from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Come to Max Wings, home of the dry rub fries. Okay, we'll still send a code three. 
North Star Security and Private Investigations provides over 35 years of experience to ensure your security and investigation needs are met. Our officers are CLEAT and state certified. If you are seeking employment, stop by our website at www.NorthStarSecurityAndPI.com. For details on quotes and employment opportunities, call today at 918-248-6592. That's 918-248-6592. North Star Security and Private Investigation. Hello, Tulsa. This is Janetta Toll with Sunday Dinner and More by Janet, your weekend soul spot. Every Saturday and Sunday from 11 a.m. until 4 p.m. We're located 531 East Apache in the historic Apache Circle Center. Of course, during these times, it's carry-out only, but you can call 918-951-5143. That's Sunday Dinner and More by Janet. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, welcome back to the Bobby Eaton Show, where we tell our stories our way. Part of Black Wall Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. You know, we got a lot going on down here. We got a lot of history. So, you can dial the number 646 716 and don't forget to press the one button. Wow, it's in the house. We got, we got a couple of new people on the panel right here. Go ahead and introduce yourself. My year it's 11. I will be the great, wonderful Felicia Jones. <laughs> okay. And I'm Tanisha Scott. Hey, welcome to the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. And uh, you guys from Tulsa? Are you from Tulsa? Yes. Mm-hmm. Not at all. No? Yeah? Well, you Copy are you from Tulsa? I was not born in Tulsa. Okay. Uh, I've been here for quite a bit of time, so my family is um, are natives of Tulsa, so okay. um, Black Wall Street um, roots, so mm-hmm. I consider myself a Tulsa native. So how did you become a member of WOW? How did that connection take place? So the connection to WOW took place um, because of my affiliation with um, BWBO, and um, I participated in an event um, with um, WOW. And um, I just believe in supporting other women. So um, I saw what the organization stood for, and I um, met Crystal, immediately got on board. So you guys just hooked up and connection right there, and bam, bam, huh? There was, a, there was an event that took place. Um, I participated in the event. Um, I saw what the, um, what the organization was about, and it was no question for me um, to just go ahead and participate and become a member. Great, um, great, great, great. Alicia. Yes, I am doing? now, I'm great, Bobby, thank you. I am now a new member of VWBO, too. I like that. But I've been a member of WOW since May. Um, May, it, of, May of this year? May of this year, okay. yeah. Um, actually, it was right after we did our first interview here, um, and I became a part of the book because actually when we were doing the radio interview, I Crystal was then searching 
was it May? Chris? Well, it was it was May, I believe. Um, Crystal was searching for different women to uh, march to be a part of the book, and I was just like, hey, I could be one. And I'm actually so glad that I stepped out on faith and choosing to ask her and her accepting me to be a part of the book because it is now the best experience I have going on in my life right now. Oh, well, good, good. What about yourself? I met Crystal through a and former employee, a coworker that she and I knew. And your name is? My name is Tanisha Scott. Okay, Tanisha. And he kept telling me, I need to hook you up with this lady. You guys remind me of each other. You're you're so passionate about helping other women. So I was like, oh, okay, give her my number. And some weeks went by, and he literally contacted the both of us and hooked us up in Messenger and was like, hey, Tanisha, this is Crystal. Crystal, this is Tanisha. You guys need to link up. And we've been leaked ever since. Ever um, since. Ever huh? since. Wow. So in the Tulsa region, how many ladies are in Tulsa, would you say? <laughs> is, it, is that a big number? Too big a number? Plenty. Plenty. Uh-huh. A lot of women. <laughs> a lot of women. Uh. Ooh, we. Okay. I don't think there's enough men plus women. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. You know, no, nine times men might be scared. You, know, you never know about that. But what are some of the things that you guys, you got, okay, put it like this. Let's talk about this book. Okay. You know what I mean? Who, who Crystal came up with the idea of the book, or who came up with that idea? Tomorrow. 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 Tomorrow, yeah. It sounds like something she'd be trying to do. Is she still in here? Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So tomorrow came up with the idea for the book, and then you guys start moving forward on it, right? And each of you guys have a, like a segment in the book? Yeah. Is that yes. the way it works? Yes. yes. So what's your segment? My segment is actually on perseverance. Perseverance. What can you tell us about perseverance? <laughs> Since you got a segment on it. <laughs> you know what, I mean? what can you tell so, us? So I think that all of us spoke about it's very personal, and it, we just kind of talked about different journeys in our life. And I think that every one of us can, I think anybody can relate to perseverance and overcoming things mm-hmm. and I think that in order to overcome challenges everybody faces obstacles um, you know different types of challenges I don't know any person that hasn't had a setback that hasn't experienced a, no <laughs> <laughs> that hasn't experienced okay, a okay. failure right and um, in order either you can stay down or you can persevere and overcome mm-hmm. and so um that was, you know, part of the thing. That's part of, that's just a tremendous part of my journey. And I think that, you know, in the first segment, you know, you talked about a lot of different challenges in our community and a lot of different things going on. And I, I think you can come from the perfect family and you still experience challenges. You still experience setbacks you you know you still have obstacles and different things like that that you hope that you have to overcome and you can have the greatest tool set but if you don't know how to actually apply those tools and if you are not prepared to actually you know like you talked about how you wake up every day and you grind you mm-hmm. know you have to be willing to to do that that's part of persevering and so some people you know when you get down you stay down but perseverance is just part of being able to overcome those obstacles. And, you know, you have to face those challenges and, you know, just face them and go through. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love the word perseverance because 
being my segment of my book is called taking control over my life and that's just me going through the abuse mentally physically um being molested being a foster child um domestic violence you know all that stuff and just being able to still have perseverance to to see my life in a better light this is not my life you have to see yourself um greater than your situation and so it's just me standing up and saying you guys mm-hmm. don't make my life. Mm-hmm. I make my life. Have any of you guys uh, did any therapy? Yes. Huh? I have. You have? Mm-hmm. I did as you did a kid. Therapy? Well, Absolutely. I'm talking about as an adult. I have. Yeah, you have? How, yeah. how was that for you? Um, going in, I was very reluctant because from where we come from, it's not what we support, what we're do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in my mind, I was like, I'm not crazy. I don't need this. Mm-hmm. But I had someone to have to explain to me. It, it has nothing to do with you being crazy. Right, for sure. But it's, there, it's a tool to help you to get through some of the things that you're going through. And so I, I took the step of doing so, and it really helped me to understand why I was dealing with what I, what I was dealing with. So I was like battling depression, um, anxiety. I, I just had a whole lot of life bottled up inside of me. Mm-hmm. And going to therapy, it really helped to put the puzzle pieces together as to why I was going through what I was going through and helping me to understand it wasn't my fault. Cause I think a lot of the things we go through, we think we caused it, but it can be some things that you've endured in your childhood, mm-hmm. in your high school years, in your early adulthood. I mean, it, it can be a, a, a wide gamut of oh, things. For sure. And I, I believe that going to therapy helps us as a people because it gets us out of the mindset of, we don't do that. Mm-hmm. What stays in this house, what goes on in this house, stays, stays in, in this house. house. Well, that's because of what we've been told. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I feel like therapy truly helped me to understand who I am and what I'm going through and how I can uh, get past other obstacles that I'm going through. That's why my title in the book is Conqueror, because mm-hmm. I truly had to conquer a number of things, mm-hmm. um, good, bad, indifferent. But yeah. I believe therapy truly helped me to become yeah. the conqueror that I, I am. I had to go through some therapy, you know. I'm a, I'm a musician by trade, mm-hmm. and I traveled the world. And I was on tour with a lot of legendary people playing that bass guitar, and uh, I did a lot of drugs. I did a lot of alcohol. I had women coming after Yang Yang, you know what I mean? And uh, I was trying to realize I, I didn't realize how destructive I was, mm-hmm. you know, and how dis- and how disrespectful I were. To females, mm-hmm. you know, because I just thought, hey, this is what you, I'm supposed to do. But when you go to therapy, they make you aware of that behavior and where it comes from. Right. I had to realize that comes from some of my childhood, right. seeing domestic abuse and all of this stuff going on. And, you know, me and Charlie Wilson was just talking about that because we talk every two weeks. And uh, of what we went through, you know, and it took us a long time to clean up our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and uh, wow, it just took us a while to get clean. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been clean and sober since 92, you know, and it's still going. And I'm like, I'm in the mode of helping people now, yeah. giving back, you know, sharing experience. I tell young people this all the time. I say, look, you guys need our wisdom. You do. Mm-hmm. You need our wisdom. I got all this gray on my chin, but I say, we need your energy. Right. Yeah. You got the energy. Mm-hmm. I can't run like I used to run. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so if we help each other, 
you know, in those areas, and some of these old folks get off their roof-to-two feet mm-hmm. and start sharing information, mm-hmm. you know, of how to have some good standards in life, you know, and how to do some things, how to become a husband, mm-hmm. how to become a wife, mm-hmm. you know, and get get back. See, what I see these days, a lot of division between African-American relationships with the modern-day young people and stuff. They're not getting together. Guys ain't want no women. Women ain't want no men. I can do it all by myself. I don't need nobody. You know, and I'm like, man, where is this all coming from? You know, really, where God made woman for man. Yeah. Yeah. That's the order. He made he designed that. He took they say he took the rib out of a man and made a woman to be a helpmate to her her mate. Right. You know, and I'm like why isn't that being implemented, especially for those who call themselves Christians? You know what I mean? Why they don't? Some of them don't follow that methodology. You know, they don't. They don't. I'm gonna do. But therapy will help you understand. Absolutely. You know the your behavior and your attitude and why you your behavior and why you act the way you act. You know, now that's just that's just me sharing a little food right there because I had to. Look at myself, the man in the mirror. Mm-hmm. You know, when you do that, you say, wow, man. You know, and no material stuff or finances or money is going to help you with that. You're going to always have to look at that man in, or that woman in the mirror and say, man, what can I do to better my life and to help others better their lives? So when you do that. So let me get off my soapbox right <laughs> quick, you know, because I can go all day about this. I talk about this stuff all the time. And what we can do as far as uh, bettering ourselves and our lives. What do you guys think that women need to really be aware of these days? Because I know sometimes men, we don't be, we're not accountable for our actions a lot. And I believe some females are not accountable for their actions yeah. either, yeah. and don't want to hear certain stuff, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. certain truths. Mm-hmm. You know, you talk about certain things, and they are oh, men and women. You know what I mean? So, what do you think it is? So um, I'm fortunate. I've been married for 27 years. Uh Uh-oh, married Um, woman. (laughs) So I'm a mother of, um, you know, sons as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, in my family, we say teamwork makes the dream work. Mm -hmm. And it's important to, you know, even like with this book, we collaborated with one another. Um, I think it's important to, um, I think, you know, earlier we talked about, you know, iron sharpening iron. Um, I have a strong base of, you know, I stand on the shoulders of, you know, strong women, you know, and strong men from my, you know, family. Um, I'm from the Bell generation. Um, so I don't know if you are familiar with like Bell's barbecue that was right up oh, the road. On, <laughs> yeah. So that's my, you know. Bell's on Greenwood. Uh-huh. So that's my. I used to go there after, after the club all the time. <laughs> yeah. Know? So, you know, that, that's my DNA. Club closed down. We going to Bell's. That's right. Get some so, barbecue. That's yeah. right. So mm-hmm. that, those, that's my roots. Oh, look at that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I come from a very strong lineage. Um, yeah, you do. And um, I'm very proud, and um, it's important for me to continue to make them proud. Mm-hmm. Um, let, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you a question. Do you follow your husband's lead? 
Do I, I absolutely, but or do you lead your husband? I don't have to lead my husband. Mm-hmm. And the reason that I don't have to lead my husband is because he's a leader. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, and come so, on yeah, now. Yeah. When when you have a lead and when he is a leader and the thing is is that I trust him and he trusts me too. So the thing is is that I'm the yin to his yang and mm-hmm. he's the yin to my yang also. Yeah. Okay. So there teamwork may makes be, the dream work. Teamwork yeah. makes the dream work. So mm-hmm. there may be things that I have that I may have some strength where I'm strong and then there may be things that I'm weak in. So but at the end of the day he's my protection, he's my covering. So there are things that I know that I am incapable of doing. You know, we started a um a business last year and in in transportation and logistics. So for the back office and for environmental health and safety, you know, that's I'm that's I'm all up in that. That's my niche, you know, when it comes to engineering and quality and things of that nature. That you, you speak in my language. Mm-hmm. But you know, when it comes to, you know, technical things as far as driving the truck and different things of that nature, I don't I don't get in his lane. I know mm-hmm. my lane. You know I, what you can do? And you let him do what he do. That's right. And you guys come together and we make it work. We come together and teamwork makes the dream work. That's and why you've been together 27 years. That's right. And my daughter that's sitting over there, she um, she learns the business. Mm-hmm. Um, she when I what I can't do what I what I do she does. Okay. Um, so you know she compliments. You're passing it down. <laughs> that's, but that is that's what we're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when you talk about you know, just like you talked about, you know, how we are supposed to be able to share things with our younger generation. You know, I have four children, and we do. We have to be relatable. You know, my grandfather passed away a few years, Mm -hmm. uh, several years ago, and he was 100 years old. But she knew more about him than, I mean, and I was very close with my grandfather. Mm -hmm. But when something was going on, my daughter would say, hey, something's not right Mm -hmm. because of that connection with her great-grandfather. And she would say, Mom, I'm talking to him, and something's not right. So you need to do something. Mm -hmm. Wow, wow. Any any other of you guys married? I am. I am. Oh, okay. You're all Mm -hmm. all married. Divorced. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, hey, (laughs) I've I've done that twice. I've done that two times, you know, so, you know, you know, it is what it is. So how is your relationship with your husband? My relationship with my husband is excellent. 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 Uh-oh, she said excellent. Excellent. Okay. Uh, 28 you, years total. Oh, you're in the big numbers too, huh? Yeah, I like big numbers. Yeah, big numbers <laughs> right there. 28 years. And when your husband makes a decision that you say, no, don't do that, because I know you probably have in the 28 years. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't so and so. And he goes out and he makes that decision and it fails. Mm-hmm. Do he come back to you and say, "Baby, you told me so. I shouldn't have did that." Or do he just stick to his guns and don't listen to what? No, know? he he has he has come to me and said, "You know, I probably shouldn't have done that." Mm-hmm. But it's not my job to beat him over the head and say, "Well, you should have listened." Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not my job. I still support him in whatever it is right. he does. And you don't beat you don't beat him up, huh? Earlier on, maybe. In, in the relationship. <laughs> Was you beating your husband up when y'all first got together? I plead the fifth. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, no, no. I, I had some anger issues. We'll say yeah. that. 
you had some anger issues. Mm-hmm. And how did you deal with those anger issues? Counseling. Counseling. My husband. Mm-hmm. Um, he just had to put it in my face. Like, that's not cool to hit on people. What, how would you feel about you? You hitting on him? I mean, well, you beating the man I down? No, he's not. He's not that type of man. I okay. give you that. He, he ain't never hit you with his fist Absolutely inside the head. Not. Or okay. No, no. There was no. no violence domestically like that. But it no, was sir. it was you. It was me. Okay. It was me, and I can I can I can uh, admit that now. Mm-hmm. People that know me wouldn't think that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was some anger issues that I had. Um, and from my background, what I knew was fight. This fight. That go goes back it. to that counseling. You know, you do some things and you don't know why you do it. You just, it just happens. But I learned when you're in a certain environment, you see certain things to you, it's normal. To the outside, it's not. So when I would get angry, that's what I did. But it took my husband, and I've told this, I think I put this in my first book, but I've told people that my husband taught me how to love. Oh really? Mhm. And sometimes it's the so other before, way around. So before before that, you didn't know how to love. I didn't care to love. Mm-hmm. I right. mean, it wasn't necessary, huh? No. Mm-hmm. So he he taught me how to love, not only how to love, but to love myself. You know. So when you see us, it's like we're—I don't want to say brother and sister. That's not kind of. But we're like so connected, like so, we're like just, soulmates. Yes, like we we have this thing, you know, like what's funny to us may not be funny to someone, or we can say a certain term or a certain word and we get it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot of laughter in our house, and that's what that's, that's good. Yes, it's a I, lot. I love that. <laughs> it's a lot of when laughter. When you got laughter and you can have fun, and that's after the kids have left. Uh-huh. We're at home. It's just us, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, our kids are gone and gone. Huh? Yes. Yeah, so when I always tell people, don't do it for the kids. Mm-hmm. Because eventually those kids grow up and they move out, mm-hmm. and you're left with that person. Mm-hmm. And if you don't care, love, like, or whatever word you term you want to use that person, you're stuck with that person. If you can't have a conversation with that person after the kids have left, what type of quality of life will you have growing into your your um, senior years? Mm-hmm. You know, so we've always made it a point to listen. Not to just disagree with each other, but to to actually hear each other out. So when we have, if someone has an idea, because my husband supports me on everything that I do, and some of it has failed, mm-hmm. but he has always heard what I've said and said, okay, if that's what you want to do, do it. Some of the things didn't work out, but he didn't come back to me and say, I told you so. Mm-hmm. He would just say, didn't work. It's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm the same way with him. We have to stop bashing each other over the head with, I told you so. That's not how marriage works. It's just not. You're right. You're right. What about you? Um, I've been married for eight years. That's a long time, too. <laughs> yeah, it is long. Um, she said that her husband taught her how to love. I think my husband gave me a space to love. Like, I had so much love in me, but I was giving it to the wrong people. Like, I was loving people that were hurting me thinking that I could show them a better way. So I think my husband just gave me that safe place to love, which enhanced made me um, the person that I am today without him patching up those holes that are, that was inside of me. I wouldn't have been able to be the woman that I am today to be able to train up my daughter the way I have. 
support my my sons like you know like I do um because that's what I, I I feel like I was just really put here to be a servant to be a servant to God's people um I was raised in a church my grandma used to walk me to church every Sunday every Wednesday sometimes Tuesday Thursday so um I didn't come from a the broken background as everybody but I um it was broken in my eyes if that makes sense mm-hmm. so um him coming from a totally different space he was raised by older people and I love old people mm-hmm. uh we just we clicked <laughs> mm-hmm. um yes I I was in nursing for 14 years mm-hmm. absolutely love it the best years of my life but I was at the end you know I was at the end of people's life so I wasn't able to love like I wanted to, so it was draining. And now um, the WOW organization has given me the opportunity to love at the beginning, mm-hmm. to love where it's needed, you know, to mm-hmm. um, to get in the struggle and and teach as we go through. Like some of the things that we've been through, abusive relationships, um, mm-hmm. the, the break of the communication with our parents coming from a totally different era um them not understanding so he my husband has really like been patient with me um enough to where I could love mm-hmm. okay yeah. yeah Felicia me and you we them divorcees so <laughs> you know what I mean uh we're I, I'm not in a current relationship I don't know if you are no not. I'm not and um, um how do you feel about getting into another relationship and going forward in your life? Or do you think that uh, you may need to wait and, you know, take care of you or is it about you or what? So um, right now it's not just about me. It's about me and my kids because the person that I bring in my life has to be willing to accept me and my kids. Nowadays um, men are so into just, what they're getting out out of you that they don't even care what's connected to you. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you have to understand something when you make a blatant statement like that is expectations of a man is to be a protector. And if you come with a lot of children and things like that, he has to take that in consideration. Well, how am I going to handle this situation right here? And the expectations uh, from the, this is just Bobby talking here, from the female, not, should be always that he's got to be 100% obligated to just take care of you and all of your children because they have fathers and stuff in their lives as well. Because if you're not getting along with your baby baby's daddy and he got, this man got to take on that, you know, he's got to take on a whole lot of responsibility, you know, so you have to have a communication with that man, and he has to be willing to accept that. So if he's not willing to accept it, just don't fool with him, you know. And that's that's what I say. I've seen a lot of men. Man, I talked to a man, but she got she got four kids, and I say that's my number. You know, she said <laughs> she got four kids, man. But I can't. I don't know if I'm be able to deal with that man because two of them kids, baby daddies, they be fussing and fighting, and I just don't know if I wanna. I said, well, how, what about her? She's nice and stuff like that, but man, you know, sometimes, man, if 
uh, if you gonna, I'm gonna take her out. I gotta feed her and all the kids. You know, so that's the kind of stuff that some men feel that they have to endure with a woman with a lot of children. Well, can I chime in on back on that? Because yeah. since you threw my number out there like that, I'm well, just okay. Saying. Yeah, I, you know, I, have, I, I didn't throw your number. Well, that's, I guess I that's did. That's my number. Yeah, that's you your know, number. Uh-huh. I have four beautiful kids, three right? boys and one girl. Great. And uh, one thing I can say is that my expectations of a man is to not come in and to fully support a woman that has been holding down her 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 household um, with no help. I, I, I can st- I can say I stand on my own, and I'm not expecting a man to come in and just say, "Hey, I'm gonna buy everything your kids need. I'm gonna take um, I gotta take you and your kids out every time. You can pay me some attention, but every now and then, if you're trying to be a part of this family, you have to build that relationship. You just can't jump in and jump right out, jump in and jump right out. You know, you have to build a relationship. So but that may be. But, but your expectations should become gradually. Yeah. You know, it shouldn't be. A thing to where you just looking at that right off the bump. It has to come. It has to come gradually. A man that comes to a woman with four children. Think about that. Four children. He has to gradually win those kids and win that woman, and gradually do that if he wants to accept the fact that it's a woman with four children. If she want, she can't expect him to just be blah 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 and so on so on. If he ain't doing this, he ain't doing that. You can't have those expectations just like that. That's not going. That's not going to happen to an alpha male. Mm-hmm. I ain't talking about no beta male. Correct. You know, there's yes, a difference yes. between an alpha male and a beta male. Yes. A beta male will just go for whatever you tell him to do. Mm-hmm. You know, alpha male gonna say, "Wait a minute, look here. I'm gonna look at this situation, and I'm gonna see. I like her a lot." But we gonna have to work some things out. Right. That's what the alpha male gonna do. You know what I mean? And if you're not meeting alpha males, then it's gonna be that beta male conditioning. And you're not gonna be you're not gonna be able to dominate no alpha male. Exactly. I'm just gonna tell you straight exactly. off the bat. You you cannot your your husband's a de- alpha male, right? Absolutely. Your husband's an alpha male, right? Yes he is. You ain't gonna be able to dominate him no. when he got his mind made up to do something. Yeah. Uh, uh, I was just going to say this. Um, my husband is an alpha male as well, mm-hmm. and we've been married for eight years, and he has he has kids outside of – one kid outside of me, mm-hmm. and I came into the marriage with uh, three. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of problems with people on the outside, like, oh, my God, you can't be with her or marry her. She has so much baggage because he only had one kid. And it doesn't change overnight. It does not. But my husband loves my kids from the 24-year-old that I have down to the 11-year-old here where you wouldn't even know if I didn't get on this radio station and say this, mm-hmm. that he's not their father. Like no one even knows to the point to where, I mean, they greet him before they greet me, like you know, I mean, like seriously. Um, but they had to grow to that, right? They they really did, and it took it took some time. It really did. It it took some time, and it what even more than time, it took communication mm-hmm. and understanding what you really wanted and what I wanted and what he wanted out of the marriage. It um, 
Yeah, it, it it does. But you got men now thinking that they can just hop into a relationship and automatically tell you what you need to do with your kids. No, that's uh, not true. Don't, I, I don't, no, 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 no. That's the kind of men that you meeting. <laughs> See, that's what that is. Don't 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 say that. Don't put all men in one box because we are not in one box. I'm not putting. That's the kind of men you meeting. I you have know? met, yeah. Well, I'm just, that's what I'm just saying. That's the kind of men that you are meeting. Yeah, and I'm changing that cycle listen, real quick. Listen, 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 because it's like this. If you meet a thug, mm. he's a thug. Yes. And if you lay down with a thug, mm. he's a thug. So what it is is you 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 can't, can't meet thugs. Yeah, yeah. Don't meet no right. thugs. Yeah. Go ahead. We talk about meeting thugs. Mm-hmm. Not to pat myself on the back, but to pat myself on the back. Yeah, you're going to pat it on, huh? Yeah, okay, I'm, right. I'm going to go ahead and do that. Don't pat yourself now. You, if you carry yourself a certain way and act a certain way, you get what you, mm-hmm. whatever bait you use. That's right. I've, I've said this before. When when women are saying, well, I keep getting the same men. Well, what kind of bait are you using? Mm-hmm. And when I say that, I don't get very many thugs or which I don't get anyone I'm married so I'm not looking for anyone but I'm saying I didn't come across very many men beta men because they would look at me and say she's not gonna play with me so if I carry myself a certain way I wean out the beta Mm -hmm. only the alphas will be attracted to me because that's what they're looking for they're looking for a strong woman Mm -hmm. does that make sense did this become a one-on-one for yeah. me? Or no, 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 please don't. Please oh, no, don't oh, 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 no, no, I, but I'm just saying that I, because I mentor women, and I don't, yeah. I don't mean it in, in, a, in a, any negative way, mm-hmm. I'm just saying there's a way to wean them out, mm-hmm. and sometimes it goes back to what he said earlier, looking at yourself in the mirror, looking at the man in the mirror, saying, what is it I'm doing that's attracting these type of people? And it's not just men. It's friends. It's family members. There you go. It's, there I mean, you go. It's, a, it's a wide gamut of people that you attract, and you can't figure out why am I attracting these particular type of people. And it's sometimes it's something that you have inside of you. And then you'll notice when you change that person that you are or you were, yeah. you start attracting a different group of people. Say that. Say that. And they're they're better people. You begin to know who your people are. So it's not just men; it's just people in general. If mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, that's what it is. I believe that it's people in general. Especially what the old saying: "Birds of a feather flock, flock together." together. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And if you out here, and that's all you looking at one particular type of person that's turning you on. Because I hear a lot of stuff about good girls like bad boys. Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't heard that term before. Mm-hmm. You know, and so if you like bad boys, you're gonna get some bad stuff. Yes. You know, that's what you're gonna get. Yes, ma'am. Well, I just wanted to say this. You asked me, well, do I see myself dating or just paying attention to myself um, now or in the future? Right now, my focus is clear is just on my family. Uh, which enable to have my family together, I have to have me together. A man is not my focus right now. So that's as, good. Um, as far as um, you also asked a question earlier about um, having counseling, um, that's something that I looked into um, for the first time as an adult, having really started, but that is something that I do plan to do before I even get into another relationship because I have to figure out um, – 
what is the problem, uh, not necessarily saying I am the problem, but something needs to be done differently as far as whatever I am attracting. But I do know that the next thing that I get into will be the next well, big, will, will be yeah, the big thing, yeah. and it will be the well, last thing. Nesta, that what you just said is we have to get ourselves together mm-hmm. first yes. to be in a relationship with ourselves before we can be in a relationship with anybody. Oh, from a man's standpoint, I'm going to tell you ladies something. One thing, I'm going to tell you the things that a man, a male, alpha male looks for. An alpha male, first of all, out of everything, the first thing that he looks for is your beauty. Mm-hmm. We Men will be together and they'll see a woman walking, woo-wee, look at that. Man. Oh, man, she looked good. And he's got sex on his brain because we are sexual beings. Mm-hmm. We are. I mean, I just got to admit it to you. We're sexual beings, you know. The second thing we look at is uh, can she communicate? Mm-hmm. What's her femininity is like? Yeah. You know, what's her femininity? Is she feminine or is she masculine? And if she's masculine, they say, guys, tell me, I don't want to feel like I'm talking to another dude. I want to talk to a woman, you know, who a feminine woman who's got femininity. And, you know, and, uh, can she communicate? You know, can she remain a certain way? And, and every time I talk to her, she's in that same space because it comes natural for her to be so, you know. So that's what men, I'm a man, and that's what Dale over there sitting in the corner would actually feel like. And that's how men think. We don't think like women. Right. Yeah. We just yeah. don't. We're not as emotional. I'm not saying, I mean, I'm not saying we're emotional, but we're not as emotional as you got. Have you ever, for example... We can go to Walmart to get a pair of underwear, right? We'll go in Walmart and we we'll go to the men's section. We'll grab a pair of underwear. We'll head to the checkout yeah, stand. Yeah. <laughs> Women can go in there to get some underwear, and you'll go in there pushing a basket. You say, oh, "We need this. We need that." And the basket is full. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You guys can multitask. You can cook and hold a baby and talk on the phone at the same time. You got to. You can see things like we we more straight ahead. Mm-hmm. We want to get on y'all and hit it and quit it, and you know what I mean. Sometimes men want to do that. Men men can have sex without any emotions or feelings behind it. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying God made us different, and our thought process is different. Mm-hmm. And Felicia was saying something like she's got to work on herself first. Mm-hmm. And I agree because I got to work on me. Right, we all do. The marriages that I was in, I've been married twice. I thought the houses and cars and swimming pools and all that would be able to make it, but it didn't survive. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What? And I was pointing fingers at her, her and her, 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 everybody. I'm pointing. I had to take that finger and turn around and point it at myself. Mm-hmm. You know. And once I did that, I said, Oh man, I probably could have still been married. If I had uh, acted this way, yes. And that's kind of what um, what the book is about. It's just about, like, everything that we have overcame, the struggles that we have been through that led up to now, whether we're divorced, single, and or never been married. That's kind of what, um, you know, what we wrote about and, and what the wow factor is about. It's just helping you get from where you are to where you need to be mm-hmm. in so many different eyes. And walking in so many different shoes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's a great thing. Yes. It's almost like the book is just speaking on every genre of life, whether it be from um, parenting to grief to healing to perseverance. 
every chapter, someone can relate to it. And I want to say before before we finish, I just want to say to Felicia, I don't want you to feel like you were targeted in that conversation because mm-hmm. that's not what we mm-hmm. were doing. Mm-hmm. It was just in general what we spoke about. And I'm just going to say publicly, we did that publicly. I'm going to apologize publicly if you felt that you were under attack or that you were being singled out for the conversation no, we had. No, me and Bobby didn't have this conversation before. <laughs> oh, not, so not Bobby already <laughs> let me know that I have a um, uh, the woman's side of me and the man's side of me. So he said, I come out strong. Okay, okay. So for all you men out there, just know I come out strong before you talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the book, I feel like it relates to every walk of life. Someone has, I guarantee someone has experienced something that one of us has written about. Yes. That's Most good. Definitely. Most Great definitely. book. What's the title of the book? The Wow, the wow Factor. The Wow Factor. Yes. And it's on sale? Yes. Where yes. can you get it at? Amazon. Um, on Amazon, it's what, $15? We have it. It's on we y'all better bring me a book. I want to read that. <laughs> uh, I, I got. Wanna, I, I got. Read y'all's book. I got a whole Everybody bring me. Everybody bring me books over here, and I, when I ain't got nothing to do, I'll scam through it and read it. And each one of us also has yeah, we our own people. link that you didn't purchase. Okay. Purchase from us. Purchase from you, huh? Yeah. So you gonna purchase thirteen books? Who? You. <laughs> you Bobby Eaton. You got the Eaton show. What, what that mean? <laughs> Bobby Eaton might be broke. <laughs> Put it on your taxes. You you support the wild Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, look here. We're gonna take another little pause for the cause break. I gotta pay some of these bills. You know what I mean? That's what they always say, man. I gotta pay some bills and stuff like that. All right, y'all stick around, okay? Hey, you're on the Bobby Eaton show where we tell our stories our way every Monday. Wednesday, 6 p.m., and on Saturdays from 12 to 2 p.m., Wow Factor's in the house. Are we going to take a little pause for the calls and come right back? And, hey, that's it. Hi, I'm Denise Parker with Midtown Embroidery. We do it all from any type of promotional, from screen printing, embroidery, school uniforms, Greek lettering, workwear, monogramming. There's no job too big or too small and no location too far. Let us be your one-stop shop. We're located at 2808 East 15th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74104. Our phone number is 918-982-3254. Our email address is denise.tulsamidtown at gmail.com. Thank you. North Star Security and Private Investigation provides over 35 years of experience to ensure your security and investigation needs are met. Our officers are CLEAT and state certified. If you are seeking employment, stop by our website at www.NorthStarSecurityAndPI.com. For details on quotes and employment opportunities, call today at 918-248-6592. That's 918-248-6592. North Star Security and Private Investigation. Hey, South Oklahoma. Welcome to Black Wall Street Tees and Souvenirs, where you can get the best black-owned t-shirts, apparel, and souvenirs right here in the heart of Tulsa. 
For more information, please call 918-523-0608 or shop online with us at bwstshirt.com. And we hope to see you soon. We're ready for life beyond COVID-19, beyond boundaries. It's time to move beyond, connect beyond, celebrate beyond, live beyond. And the vaccine is our best shot at getting there. Get your free vaccine at vaccinate918.com today. Brought to you by the Tulsa Health Department. Did you know that sickle cell disease affects people from all races and ethnicities? Sickle cell disease can look like you, and sickle cell disease can look like me. You can carry the sickle cell trait and never even know it. The state of Oklahoma and the support of the families with sickle cell disease incorporated are invested in educating Oklahomans about sickle cell disease and other inherited blood disorders and traits. For more information, visit us at www.oksickleinfo.org. If your credit starts with a three, four, five, or six, this is for you. Did you know that it's costing you to have bad credit? You can't get qualified for that house or apartment and you're paying high interest rates, along with paying high car insurance, and it may be costing you that job that you really want. What are you waiting on? Take more of a holistic approach. Pick up the phone and call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. With 13 amazing services, we restore and repair generations to come. Once again, call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. If you know better, you do better. Only the Credit Shiro can help you to save the day. All right, hey, we're back on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way in the heart of Black Wall Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. You know, uh, we're back. We got the wow factor in the house. I'm say wow. And uh, if you'd like to donate to Eaton Media Services and all of what we do, because we we really really need help over here a lot of times, you know. Come by 1533 North Norfolk here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. We got a donation bucket here in the studio. People donate for uh, to help our youth, Juice Radio Show. And uh, we're trying to take them to New York so we can use some help, you know. And uh, if, you, if you're out of state or out of the country, wherever you're at, email us at eatonmusic2 at gmail.com. E-A-T-O-N, music2 at gmail.com. You know what? I'm going to throw out my cell phone number. That's something I normally don't do. But, hey, it's going out right now. You can call Bobby Eaton at 832-443-9499. That's a Houston number, not a Tulsa number, because I lived in Houston for 22 years. So with that being said, we're back to the wow organization of great women doing great things and uh oh we just did a little shift around right here <laughs> hey lady 
Hey, Bobby. What's going on with you? Life, and I life, love it. Life as you love it. Yeah. Now, we've been talking about relationships. Mm-hmm. We've been talking about you guys. Saying, Let's talk about this book. Sure. You know, so this book, every lady in here has a segment, yes. right, in yes. this book. Mm-hmm. So what came to mind? What, what You just decided, well, hey, let's do a book. Well, we, you know, we have monthly meetings with each other and then coming into communication, fellowship, you know, that's a church word, mm-hmm. fellowship with one another. I, they were, these ladies were so interesting to me and their lives. And I was like, you know what, Crystal, we have, we have a room full of people that the world needs to hear and to read about. And so that's how it came about. Why don't we write a book? Why don't we have each one of the ladies write a book? And it's not even half of us in the book. I, you know, the idea was to have, you know, the whole group of us write the book and uh and then just the wow factor just to do mm-hmm. something um different that that we want to do to present to the world that you know we don't just sit and look beautiful mm-hmm. you know we all actually are some powerful people and do some great things so that's how it came about giving the light on wow the organization itself and then just eliminating the women in the group is mm-hmm. how that came about i came about i kind of noticed i don't know if you guys noticed or not but there's becoming a a new thing, a new trend of women getting together, writing books. And you put in your part, you put in your part, and everybody's kind of doing that. And Victoria, you have a book, right? I do. Tell, us, <laughs> tell, us, tell me about your book. You ain't never brought me one. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you ain't never brought me your book. Okay. Um, okay, so my book is called In the Beginning. Okay, In the Beginning. <laughs> yes, and it's uh, part one of my testimony of how I came to Christ. Okay. Yeah, okay. I wrote that book in six weeks. So you got a spiritual book, huh? Six weeks. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I wrote a little books, bit of it book, every day. Books, books, books. I'm in the process of uh, documenting my story. I've got some film crews and stuff, and, man, it's going to be crazy for me. I don't know what I'm going to say. You know? <laughs> yes, you do. They say just get in there and just talk it. And tell, and tell your story. So I guess I'll start from childhood and just tell, I'm going to tell it all. I'm going to talk about Ike and Tina. I'm going to talk about Charlie okay. Wilson. I want to read about I'm going to talk about everybody, Natalie Cole. I played with her. And I'm going to talk about the good and the bad, you know, and I'm just going to tell it all. You know, I'm going to talk about Bell's Barbecue. That's right. <laughs> you know what I mean? All, all of that stuff come in there, you know what I mean? And, uh, just life story, you know what I mean? I ain't going to fabricate nothing. Uh, I'm just going to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. They can, we can edit it and see what happens. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's all good, though. I think everybody has one, at least one book, you know, if you're brave enough to tell, right, your, to story. tell your story. I think it's one of all of our lives because we all come from different backgrounds. True. Different and you know what? You can put it off for a long time, you know, and just don't do it after people in your ear, man, you need to do it. You need to tell some of these stories, man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just don't do it. But I'm getting ready to do it. Do it. You know, I'm just going to do it and see what happens. Because I want my children to know my story. You know, I've told them they know a lot, a whole lot, but there's a whole lot that they, they still don't know. I want my children. I got three. I got three children that I love to death. I got uh, my daughter, Taisha, she's mm-hmm. got three babies. You know, my little beautiful grandbabies. I got my son, Trey. Some of you may have met mm-hmm. him before. And uh, I got my son, Darius. Now, Darius is down there with his mother in Houston. He don't want to come to Tulsa, so, <laughs> you know. But I love them. They all get along well. And uh, two baby mamas, you know what I mean? Well, no, one baby mama. Yeah, two baby mama. I'm tripping. 
Yeah. Only you know. Two baby, <laughs> yeah. two baby mamas, and uh, uh, it's all good in the neighborhood. And you know, just trying to build a brand, share stuff, mentor people. You know, because kids have grown, like you said, and uh, I got work to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I like the fact that you said you were writing a book about yourself, because that's the next book. I didn't want. I have five granddaughters, right? Mm-hmm. And so I wanted. I don't want nobody to tell my grandchildren who they thought that I was, because people have so many stories, stories mm-hmm. and perceptions and misconceptions. I was like, I want to leave a legacy in a book here, not just my life, things they can pick up, but something that they can read and say, this was my grandma because mm-hmm. she let us know who she was, you know, because people have all type of stories that they can create or they, they think all that you are. But yeah. I want my grandchildren to know who their grandmother was. So you that's know, you got to be careful because when I did all those documentaries, someone did a documentary on me that was narrated by a white person. Mm. And it was just a total narration. You know, it wasn't me talking or nothing. Mm. And, and, you know, and it says, Bobby Eaton, born Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> and Bobby Eaton... Uh, uh, is a radio host at KBOB 89.9 and they showed a white man with some with some uh, uh, headphones on and a microphone. Bobby Eaton's grandfather father cut hair in the barbershop. They showed a, so, showed a white man cutting somebody's hair. And I said, man, <laughs> look at this. This is depiction of not some truths. Right. You know, so you got to be careful. When I first, before I met you, Bobby, I um, Googled your name because I've heard who you were and I looked it up and the white guy popped up. I said, huh? <laughs> and he's a wrestler. Yeah. yeah. And then I was like, this can't be the right Bobby. Eaton, is it? Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no. He's a wrestler. Some people say, man, you used to wrestle. <laughs> I said, no, that ain't me. But if you, if you Google me, you got to do like Bobby Eaton music or Bobby Eaton song and Natalie Cole or Bobby Eaton and, you know, that's the way you pull up all of my stuff. Yeah, the world recycles people's names all the time. I remember uh, I worked with a lady, and in the newspaper, I like to read the obituary part of it, right? Oh, my gosh, she got this. When I get to work, I get my hair put on back. Okay, she's sitting here. But and I said, girl, did <laughs> you know name, they got you in the paper? But it was somebody else. Yeah. You know, so we work, um, names Sometimes, do recycle. Right, they people, do. Yeah. Sometimes people, I didn't think it was too many other Bobbies besides my dad and my son, but when... It's a good, it's a wrestler named Bobby, you know, and I'm like, okay, well, that's cool. You know? I can't hardly find my name, though. I can't even go in the store and get my name on the little label that everybody <laughs> get. I'm like, okay, can y'all create one for me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. It's it's crazy the things that we go through in life and where you're about in your, you know, in your life, in your everyday life. You know, sometimes, I'm just sharing this with y'all. Mm-hmm. With me being a musician, I was in research one day. Right, standing in line, and I heard myself come on the uh, music yeah. playing. Oh. They were playing music, and I was just smiling. And I said, "Wow, these people don't even know they're listening to me." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's just something that you can encounter from time to time in your life. You know what I mean? Or you don't know who you've influenced, or who you've touched, or you know, things like that. I went to the crack house one day. Mm. Went to the crack house because. Someone I knew came over here, and she was crying, and she knew where her brother was at. And I didn't want to go over there. So I went over there with her. She took me over there. Man, I don't want to walk up here and knock on this door. But I used to smoke crack, too, at one time. So I knocked on the door, and uh, 
Nobody answered. So I said, ooh, I didn't escape. And as I was walking back to the car, the door opened up. And they said, hey, man, what you want? I said, hey, man, is so-and-so and so-and-so in there? Yeah, he in here. He's been in here for two or three days. Yeah, we've been trying to get him out of here. And uh, uh, he came on out. I said, man, get your way on out of here. You know what you I was all mad. Come here. You know what I mean? Come on to the car. And his, his sister got out of the car and started crying. And they embraced each other. And both of them crying. Get in the back seat, man. You know what I mean? You up in here, man. You got a, you got a wife uh, uh, and two kids at home. And they wondering where you at. So we took him. Uh, we brought him over here. And I said, before you go home, man, here's what we got to do. I say, do you want to get clean and sober? Do you want to clean your life up? Yeah, man, Bobby, man, I want So I called 12 and 12, the halfway house, and some facilities and got him in a facility. Mm-hmm. He cleaned himself up, and after 30 days, you know, they got some 30-day programs. He came back over here, man, thank you, man. His face all fat and stuff, you know what I mean, waving, ate and stuff like that. So you can help people. Absolutely. You know, and sometimes you got to take a chance and not be afraid to endure these things, you know what I mean, and to go into these places to talk to these single-parent moms. Mm-hmm. I run across a lot of single-parent mothers, you know, who bring their little boys through this door. And, <sighs> Mr. Eaton, I want I call a coach. I call 100 black men. Mm-hmm. I call somebody that I can put them in some type of program, some kind of mentoring male program mm-hmm. so they can – because the coach gonna make them do push-ups and make them run and, <laughs> and stuff like that. So you gotta do things to help our youth get involved and get them off them playstations and stuff. You know. Well, that's the reason why um, you said. Well, we're using a book to help women, and that's the reason why we're encouraging all women to come out to the book launch next week. And uh, where is it at? It will be downtown at the Central. Central Library, Library yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's from 11, was 11 to 2? Mm-hmm. 11 to 2. 11 to 1. 11 to 1 Central Library. And um, we're just encouraging all women, you know, different backgrounds, um, everything, you know, it's a women environment. And you men can come. Maybe you learn something, you know. I'm going to step in here with, with you, Felicia. I mean, if you don't mind. Go ahead. I, you know, the library is it, it's downtown Central Library is where we have the thing. But this room here is not even filled with all of the amazing women that are in the book. And if you just, we want you guys to come. I mean, children, men. I mean, we just really trying to promote not just the, the book, which is this book right here in my hand which is called The Wow Factor, and you'll see a picture of all of us on here. You, I encourage you to really get the book, in, and I do appreciate the support of buying the book, but actually take a moment to read it, the, the book, because you'll learn something about Tamora in this book that you didn't know. Because some, we put faces on everywhere we go, and in some life, parts in our life we love sharing with other people, and some people we can't share with other people. But I just want to encourage everyone. I know we have family. We have Mr. Bobby Eden Radio that's been a, a blessing to even let us come on and talk about the wow factor. And it, it speaks for itself. It's, I don't want anybody to think it's the W-O-W factor. Because there's a lot of books out there called The Wow Factor, but this here is a special book. This is called The Wow, W-H-O-W, Women Helping Other Women Book. And you ain't going to find this one everywhere. <laughs> right. But, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm not out outside. But, you know, my thing is come out and support 
support the book because these ladies have taken time. And, and if you have never written a book or even just written, I do plays and write plays and poetry and stuff like that. If you have never done that, just to sit down to take time out of your busy life to even be in here. When I, I, I mean, I read about, I, I know we did it. I know I submitted my paperwork and I was telling the ladies today, it wasn't until I actually held this book in my hand that I actually cried. Because when I was able to open it up and not just see the other ladies' names and hear it, it was like, okay, that's me. And it was the reality really just, you know, sunk in that God blessed me enough to be able to, to share this opportunity. So please, please, please get the book. Please. The book is an introduction of each one of us, and we just got through talking about relationships, and don't want to go back to that because we want to stay on this book. But the thing <laughs> is, is now <laughs> the thing is, is now for every guy that want to get to know anything about me, start with the wild book first. <laughs> okay, <laughs> start with the wild book, and if it's too toxic for you. Stay away. She's a wow factor. <laughs> and the good wow factors, you can read how, right. she, how she overcame yes. the obstacles that were set before. And we didn't create these obstacles. Sometimes it was just, you know, you're born, and they say the Bible said that your life is already predestinated. So when I had the breast cancer situation that I, I'm a survivor of, I was so mad at God because I was like, Lord, that wasn't supposed to be my life. But I appreciated it. So every story in here, even though we had some challenges that we had to overcome, I've learned to appreciate your story your story, your story, because you guys took the courage, first of all, to walk through that and live through it and still be able to face whatever it is that had us down. So I appreciate everybody's story. But, you know, some people got to understand, it takes a woman to hit rock bottom or to go to things to be that strong, beautiful woman that she stand before you today. Because for us to stand here and, and look beautiful and sit pretty and everything, we had to have some blocks that we had to overcome to build who we are today. So just because you may read something about us in this book, it may be a part of our past, but you you need to pay attention to our present and who we are going to be in the future. Don't hold that against us. Just know that it took that to build us. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's it. You know, uh, I feel, you know, you know, men, we love femininity. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say that. The more feminine <laughs> a woman becomes and the more respectful she comes with herself, the more she keeps her body parts closed. And stuff like that. Okay. The more interesting she's going to become to a male. But they looking for you know? open doors. No. no. <laughs> well, they always yeah. looking for men. I told you, men. I, I thought we were standing on the right, 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 right. That's right, my right. fault. That's you know, my fault. Well, she went there, so she went there, so I had to That's come on fault. behind her with that. But uh, yeah, and the book is a great thing to have. You know, I'm going to read. Right, it. I want you to hold it just to see how it feels. Feel. Feel. It's heavyweight. Yeah, it's yeah. Heavy yeah. Right thick right here, huh? It's got more than what you can handle. I don't know if it got more than I can handle. I didn't handle a lot. Okay. You know what I mean? And I'm going to have to see. I'm going to go through this book and see what it's all about. You know, so it's a wow organization. I got you. The wow factor. Overcoming. Overcome. Okay, y'all got some scriptures in here and stuff, too. Most yeah. definitely. We're based on that. I mean, life wouldn't be life without that, right? Right, right. You're talking about hope, self-confidence, me, you know, just different stuff. Mm-hmm. And everybody got... uh. Yeah, there's another breath. There it is. Mm-hmm. You know, so can I, say can I just thing? mention the ladies' yeah. names? Go ahead. So, um, I just wanted to go back to a while ago when you were talking about how we can reach the youth. 
right? Mm-hmm. And one of the things that is so important is being able to share your story, the good, the bad, and the ugly, because overcoming different obstacles, walking through things that can be particularly unpleasant, as well as having victories and successes are all a part of life. Yes. And as you mentioned before, the youth do get a bad rap, right? Yeah, they there, do. there are a lot of preconceived notions that people have about younger folks before even knowing what their story is. Mm-hmm. And so when we were talking about leading by example, another another part of that that is so important is being able to share some of the ugly things that you went through. Because when people see that you don't have shame attached to the things that you've gone to, yes. when you're no longer walking through guilt, walking through brokenness, walking through um, a shattered life, you're standing up very, very tall, right? You're no longer um, a byproduct of your circumstances. That's also what's going to inspire people. Because mm-hmm. instead of going and saying, oh, well, you are terrible because you've done this, this, and that, you talk about some of the terrible things that you do. You, rate, you relate to people on a level of humanity that's important, I believe, in reaching the youth today. So I believe that because the women who are here, these are CEOs, these are businesswomen, these are folks who are doing incredibly prolific things within their life. They didn't just talk about those things. They talked about the uglier things. They talked about the sad moments. They talked about the things that folks looking at them don't immediately see. And they're using, we're using that as a tool, as an opportunity to have people latch on who might not otherwise because they feel too much shame and regret with their actions and behaviors to step into a room with women such as this. And so we hope that by shedding some light on the things that we've gone through, folks are inspired to be a part of WOW. Yes. Or just um, also be, you know, reach out to organizations that are trying to mentor other folks because they're like, oh, well, I thought that they might misjudge me, but I see how these women are carrying themselves. I'm seeing the things that they're not afraid to talk about. Maybe I will do well reaching out to some of these programs and organizations that I hadn't before. That's great. Great information right there. Okay. Well, I just want to say this. If people don't understand the magnitude of what Crystal put into us as a whole, and even with Tamara working with her as you're, president. You're saying they don't understand. Some. I'm just saying some, not okay, all. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm just trying. I'm I, not putting I, everybody in I, the basket. I, I listen well. I'm not, not, I'm not putting everybody in the same basket, but some. You know, lot, there are some people, like I was telling Crystal um, the other day, some people, they may hear your name, but they don't even know the hard work that she puts in, stands up late at night or um, all the phone calls, all the meetings, and still being consistent having a relationship with us ladies. Crystal, thank you. Right. I love Crystal. She's like a big sister to me now, and I'm pretty sure she has a spot with each and every one of you ladies now, but this is a connection that would never die because we're family, Mm -hmm. and that's just it. We're building bonds, and they're not breakable. That's good. You ladies continue to do that. You know, you must bond together, share each other's stories, support each other in your endeavors or what you're doing in life. And if those who choose to be in a relationship that are not in a relationship, <laughs> you know, build yourself to where you can become a wife or, a, you know, a good wife, you know, and that's what you want, you know, because to be a good wife is something you guys got to figure out because I'm a man. 
you know, and I've had some wives, but uh, some good wives. You know, I must say the ladies that have been in my life have been great females, and um, we must learn how to accept that, you know what I mean, because um, you're the nurturers. You're the ones who bring the babies in the world. You know, we're the men. We have civilized the world. The world, the infrastructure, the water supply, the power plants, the buildings, and everything that we stay in were built by men, but we haven't nurtured the kids, the children, and stuff like that. That's why they call this Mother Earth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you got to understand where our places are at. You know, I don't expect you guys to build no building. You know what I mean? You're not physically able to do that. You got some. Now, wait a minute, let me back up. <laughs> You got some women that can get out there and sling a hammer, you know, but that's a very minority amount of women. Some can pull a motor out of a car, you know, equal skill sets, equal pay. That's what I believe. You know, if you can do it, then, hey, get paid for it, you know, but uh, we got to all know our places and where we're at and what we can do, the do's and the don'ts, you know, and uh, I don't, what I don't like is hearing people talk about, when it when it comes to a man, which I am a man, mm-hmm. I don't need no man. Hey, I need I'm a shero who need a hero and I, I'm a I don't need no scrubs and you know, all the single ladies, you know, when you start getting all that into your mind, you won't have no man. Because he's not gonna be you're not gonna be looking for the kind of man that God has for you. Because you don't never know when he's gonna show up. You never know when he's gonna show up. You know what I mean? So when you you start feeling that way, then you're already erasing him out of your life because you could be doing that because of some bad past. And you just haven't worked on that part yet. You know, the man that comes into your life could be right around the corner. He could be at the quick trip store, right right in front of you, and you never know. So don't don't just get it in your mind to cancel out a man or a woman. That's women, too. All women ain't Cardi B and, and Megan them. You know, they don't act like that. You know, so men got to do that. And, and the men, brothers, if you're listening out there, hey, man, you need to sharpen up your skill sets. I'm, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> telling today. you. I'm just, you need to sharpen up your skill sets what? because Hispanic, they get it. They get the relationship side of it. They get the family structure side of it. They get, uh, you know, the the financial side of it. They'll put all the Hispanic females to work fast food restaurants and come up in the rankings. And the guys will go out and do construction. You know what I mean? And the grandmas will be the babysitters. And they all live in the same house. You know, and they'll build up and build up. And the old raggedy house that you don't want, they look at it. And 10 of them will go over there and rebuild it. They'll buy it for They see opportunities. They see opportunities. Mm -hmm. And we got to get back to those opportunities like Bell's Barbecue. Absolutely. You know, and all these places. Like, that's what we used to be. Mm-hmm. We used to be a community. Mm-hmm. Well, let us, before we leave, yeah, so, go ahead and name the women. We just want to name, yeah, name these women in the book. We want to say their names. Yeah. <laughs> so there's 13 collaborators um, on this book. Um, Felicia Jones. Hello. Samora Henderson. Myself, Maya Trelevin. Is it Nisi? Mm-hmm. Nisi Graham. Marvin Brown Thompson, Thomas, I'm sorry, Azure D. Sade, Angela Chambers, Leslie Simon, who's here today, Tanisha Scott, also here, Victoria, who debuted, <laughs> Crystal Ifakoye, who's also here, Glenda Porter, 
and Chastine Ivory. Yes. Good great. job, ladies. Great, great, great. Fantastic. Well, look here. We're coming to a close of the show, and it's been a great show. We've talked about a lot of stuff concerning women of WOW, and I want to thank you guys for taking time out of your, your busy schedule to come on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. And those listeners out there, you know, support these ladies. Once again, can someone tell us how to get in touch with you? Facebook, Felicia Jones, at Styled by Maya, by Maya T. Uh, Victoria debut on Facebook. I thought you meant the wow factor. Well, I do. Uh, wow factor. Okay. You know, that's okay. Keep going. You can give it a personal, too. Okay, we're going to do the wow factor. You can reach us on Facebook at the WOW, well, it's called WOW Organization. Look for the butterfly because we are taking flight and we have flown. Yeah. Um, look for yeah. the butterfly. Yeah, WOW. WOW. W-H-O-W. Organization. We also can be found on YouTube and on each other's pages. Right. The main thing is Facebook with the WOW um, organization, and then you can reach out to us personally if you want to get a book from us personally. But thank you guys for your support. Mm-hmm. Thank you for having All us. All right. Well, thank you, ladies, for coming out here on the Bobby Eaton Show, okay? Thank you. Great, thank great, you. great. We're taking donations over here. I just want to let you guys know right now. We got a donation bucket right over there, so if you can contribute, that would be nice. If you come by 1533 North Norfolk, trying to take that Juice Radio show to New York to the Breakfast Club, you know, so we want you to participate. Y'all help us out. Come on now. Don't be selfish. Tired of looking at white folks trying to give us money. You know what I mean? Black folks need to give, too. So I'm just saying that. Okay. Until the next time, have a good one.
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.